Today's episode of Shmi is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor.fm to be more specific. If you guys have not heard about Anchor, let me explain. First of all, it is the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. F-R-E-E free. Prior to me moving the home base of Shmi to Anchor, I was paying more than $20 a month for a different service to send out the podcast to you guys and I was not seeing anything in return. I was literally being robbed. So with Anchor, unlike myself, who has thousands of dollars in equipment to record the podcast, you don't need any of that. All you need is a phone or a computer because there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit. Edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. The other services I was using were expecting 10,000 people to listen to an episode for me to get like three bucks. That is not the case with Anchor. You could have just your mom listen to your podcast and you can make some money if she listens a lot over and over again. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to the episode. Hi, I'm the seltzer that exploded all over you and got you nice and wet, Sam. (laughs) the beautiful mahogany floors that you covered with shag carpet, Sharon Kelly. And you're listening to Shmi! The show where we talk about whatever we want. Because it's his show. And not yours. And post, and post, and post, and post. For those who have absolutely no idea what the fuck just happened, Reference. Kelly and I referenced the Trixie and Katya show yeah. that plays on YouTube on World of Wonder mm-hmm. YouTube channel that is the most iconic show of all time. It is the most random thing I've ever seen, but <laughs> so also random. I cannot tell you how many like just straight confused men I've made watch episodes of it and then they're oh, like, yeah. oh, wait, I love this. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Um like this guy that I happen to know in many senses, uh, like worked works advice and advice. Okay. Advice. And he was working there also when Trixie and Katya had their show, the Trixie and Katya yes, show on vice. Yes, and yes. I was like, well, first of all, you're going to get me on the first thing you do when you see them is you call me. Yeah. Yeah. And I will yeah, be there. Yeah. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's fabulous. Check it out. I it, guess it's the yeah, it's the best mm-hmm. link. Link in the comment below. I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, whatever. So um, <laughs> this is your show, not theirs. Yeah. So fuck off. <laughs> um, so today I am joined by one of my best friends, my one of my long time best friends. Um, yes. The Kelly Fitzpatrick. Y'all. Hello. Hello, hello, She's everybody. now part of the Shmi family. Ah, Shmi! I'm so excited, Shmi. I have wanted to do something with Kelly in any sort of capacity like this for years. Back when I was years. working on that Netflix pilot, I told her, girl, if it gets picked up, I have a role for you. Because And still. I remember I remember that getting role, that text from you. That role is still yours if it ever happens. Well, thank like, you very Just much. so you know. Your name is going to be Jenica and you're a fucking nightmare. Jenica? I feel like I could be a Jenica. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you'll get like the most memes made out of that role. So... The what? Most memes. memes? Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. always wanted to be a meme. Are you kidding me? 
<laughs> I know, right? I Isn't communicate in memes so often. <laughs> Isn't that crazy how like that's like people's goal now in, in 2000 and I almost said 2020. I'm like going light years ahead of me already. I wish it was already. <laughs> Can this hear me over? Uh, it's really weird. Of. It came in without lube, Sam. I know. Was, and girl, it's a tough one. sounds like my ex. I was like, we are not <laughs> doing that. <laughs> Anyways, so Kelly, mm-hmm. how do we know each other? So Sam and I have known each other for 12 years now. Uh, 12. Ew. I know. Ew. That's an entire seventh grader. <laughs> like we've known pimples, each other. Pimples and all? <laughs> Probably. Ugh. <laughs> judging, judging on these past 12 years, most likely. <laughs> And a rough, rough voice crack going on there. Oh um, no, so Sam and I met doing a community theater production of Disney's High School Musical. I always forget that it was community theater because it I was know. a high production. It was high production in a Broadway-sized house. Yes. And it was done very well. And not only that, because it was like the hottest thing on the planet at the yes, time. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. We sold out every, every show. Night. We had to open balconies yes. and add additional shows. Yes. And yes. like every child in New Jersey came to catch a glimpse of Zac Efron, even though it was, it was community not. theater. <laughs> I... Although, do you remember the guy that played Troy Bolton? Yeah, why? Did you think he was cute? He was so hot. Uh-uh. You know, now he's like on drugs. Like, Well, like I mean, he was on drugs then too. I remember like hearing just like stories from like our mutual friends yeah. how like during some of the photo shoots we had to do for promos, he would sh- he showed up like wasted. Oh my God. And they had to like throw him into makeup just to make sure he looked <laughs> like 16 yeah. and not on yeah. fucking drugs. But meanwhile, he was like a marine veteran and had like sleeves of tattoos and they'd have to put him into like hours worth of makeup before this community Community theater theater. production (laughs) which by the way happened by mistake y'all for y'all out there i can't sing i can only dance to like todrick hall and well that's a good one but to dance to looking back that was a mistake like that somehow my somehow my headshot got ended up in the go like Going for it pile and not in the throwing in the trash pile. Oh my God, really? There's no, Kelly, there's no way that I was meant to be in that show because I was so awkward back then. I couldn't carry a tune. And one time when I was singing, the music director literally pulled me aside and he said, please don't do that. (laughs) He said, please don't do that. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, just don't, he goes, just, just sing quietly. Like, to sing quietly. Maybe, like, so dogs can maybe hear you. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's how, like, fucked up it was. And then no that's why way. the next year when I auditioned, they're like, Sam. You auditioned the next year? I don't even remember you. Aud- I thought you were just like, no, once was enough. Well, because I was moving, too. So I right. wasn't going to be able to do it anyways. But I still auditioned. And they're like, uh-uh. I did they're not like, know that. like, that was by accident. And that's why I'm convinced. Oh, my God. Well, but it doesn't also, matter. It was also community theater. And, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, you know, a lot of. Like young dudes, especially going out for something called high school musical, where yeah. they typically need like guys they, in between right. the ages of like twelve and eighteen. Oh my 18. god! Like, I I was the fucking token whatever white kid. I mean, there's a bunch of white people on it, but yeah, like, I was well, a do you pity remember, cast. Do you remember that? Like, no. Do you remember th- there was a kid in the show called Awkward Mike? Yes. There, there was Girl. awkward Mike, and then there was skateboard Mike. Yes, and I remember skateboard both. Mike was maybe about eleven years old. <laughs> no, dead ass. But for some reason, they cast him to play a high schooler, and his mom was always at auditions. And then awkward Mike, 
I was the him. only male cheerleader. Yes, yes. And he groped everyone. Do you think he was gay? Yeah, Absolutely. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, there was no <laughs> doubt about it, but he was just like, I love puss, you know? Like, he said it was, that? It, like, it, like, that me. was his vibe. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm dead. It, 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 I like I, puss. Come but here. he actually was a cheerleader from what I remember yes, at his high school. Yes, I do remember yeah. this. I do remember mm-hmm. this. I think, no, I think what it was is that he played on the football team, but during basketball season, he was a cheerleader. He was the football player. He had a big secret. Yes. I wonder was... what his secret was. Oh what, what was that sassy little secret he must have had on the football team? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I couldn't tell you. Well, it is so funny that we're like we're already, you know, deep diving into how weird musical theater is because one of the yeah, topics I want to talk sure. about today, because I loved musical theater as a kid, but then mm-hmm. the older I got, the less interested in it I got. And I think I finally realized why is because I realized, like, this is just fucking stupid. Oh, no. Like, like, like community theater is so bad. 90%. Like, I'm not talking about Broadway is not. I'm not talking about Broadway. Oh, okay. okay. Broadway, that's professional. That is a show. You cry. You laugh. It's worth the money. Right. I'm talking about musical theater in your community because right. okay. have you ever seen that youtube video of that legally blonde performance where all the awkward girls are performing legally blonde no i feel like i haven't seen it and like you know what good for them no. for trying um as we are i i'm live reacting but it also might be the type of thing where you were cast as the jock in in our community theater production of I might can you if you find those on Facebook and you watch them, it's sad. I'm I don't know what I'm doing and I stand out like I'm no. first of all I'm wearing like bright yellow. I'm like, Sam, who let you? Who, <laughs> who gave you permission? This is what I'm talking about. Ready? Oh God. Oh no. Please, don't, Sam, don't make me laugh at this person trying to achieve their dream. Please and don't make me do that. No, I'm sorry, but who, again, who let you? I, you, you, it, you shouldn't have brought me on this to be a mean girl, dude. Oh, like the musical? Oh, Which, like the musical. Which, by the way, bomb, bomb album. The album, yeah. the music, bomb. I mean, like, I not, mean, I'm not surprised. Tina Fey and her husband kill it without yeah. whatever they do. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not shocked by that either. Oh, God, I, didn't need, I did not need to see that. Um, <laughs> you have you to know what? The like, there. whether or not the girl can sing, whether or not she could dance, <laughs> you know what they could have done is get that girl a better wig. I'm then, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Has nothing to do with these people's talent, because, again, we all yeah. have dreams, we all have ambitions. It's who produced that? Who let that happen? Right. Right. Um, well, I'll tell you what. I don't know if they're going to be moving forward in their career. Yeah, I soon. don't. Well, SNL made a spoof of that. Like that clip went so viral a couple really? years ago. SNL. And it was one of those skits that, that they had to cut last minute, but it was still one online. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it was How like. How many years ago? Do you remember? Maybe about two. And it oh, is the I was, funniest. Like, dating like an when, SNL writer for like a little while. Oh, like, I'm not yeah. Like, I mean, was it was it? like Colin Jost. It was. Shut! Don't joke with me I'm about not, that. I'm not. He's a hot. He I'm could get it. I'm still crying about it. He could get it from he's both. He's engaged ends. to Scarlett Johansson now. I know. Okay. They could both get it. From no, it's I went out on a few dates with, and like it was a lot of fun. But like you know, he like was never available because he had to write till three a.m. every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then it was just kind of like tough life. Yeah, no. Anytime it would just be like, um, one of my. Sketches got picked up, so I I, I I can't hang out tonight. And I'd be like, I can't. All right, I can't well, get mad you know what? Yeah. You, like, it's on you now, man. Like, 
Wow, that's that's tough though. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> like, you know how we were just talking about how you'd want to be a meme? Yeah. I'd want to be one for a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> I would be the one for a bad reason. Like, no. I'm telling you, uh-uh. If if that shit, if what we did was in the era of now, mm. that would be me. That that clip of that girl would be me. It'd be like, who was that kid? Who let the kid on there dancing? Why is he posing like that? Mm-hmm. Who let him sing? No. Well, also, for those watching the YouTube video right now, I'm just going to show some pictures from those performances oh right here because. Oh, God. There's, <laughs> it was so bad. We like we did our own like the ensemble, like did our own makeup and everything <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, would yeah. draw like little like paw prints. Yeah. Like, you know what? The other thing I don't know if you remember was that. So, like, Sam and I were, like, in the ensemble. Sam was on the basketball team. And I was cheerleader number two. And uh-huh. I'm still waiting for my Tony. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Wait, you asked went on TV. We did go on TV for that. Because one of the people that we did the show with. Had a business, right? Was entrepreneur to the max. And we started doing high school musical themed birthday mm-hmm, parties. Mm-hmm. And she had, like, her own costumes made and we like oh, use some of the dances from the show and we'd go around and do high school musical birthday parties wow. with these children and for some reason good day new york found our company yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, was yeah. like oh high school musical three is coming out do you want to come on television and celebrate the first high school musical and we were like yep yeah, yeah. so yeah, we yeah, like yeah, went yeah. on tv and just like so cool did the dances from high school musical no affiliation with oh oh yeah actual... oh the actual production oh my yeah god, they probably yeah. could have gotten it so oh my god trouble. probably oh my god i didn't think about that oh yeah no we were just like uh-huh yeah we're gonna come and like we ended up being on television and stuff like that. It was great. Like, we got exposure and whatever, mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. just kind of, we were just kind of like, we weren't in the movie. Like, yeah, I yeah. hope you know that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And like, we were, they were like, well, you're already, the funniest thing about that television performance is that High School Musical 3 was premiering, like, in the same week or something as, like, a Planet of the Apes movie. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So, the, so the, there's the actual people dressed in all As prosthetics. Planet of the Apes. And yes. then there were like all these little like high school musical cheerleaders and we were all just like posing with like apes. That's fucking <laughs> brilliant. I love yeah. that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it was interesting. But as far as like <laughs> community theater goes, I think a lot of the, like the problem is that because a lot of them are nonprofits, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily get all the funding they deserve and they don't necessarily have all like the manpower and yes, everything. Because yeah. like a lot of the time, the people that would be building the set and the crew and everything would like get mad at the cast because we weren't staying after rehearsal to help like paint and stuff. And we'd be like, that's not our job, dude. I'm not here for this. Also, I'm 12. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me the nail gun. Yeah. No, but it's like, like a lot of the time it was just kind of, it's a community effort, which like, I, I, get, like, it. I get it. But it's also like, you know what? You're not learning the choreography. Like, yes, what, like, what do you up. want? Like, do you think I know how to freaking like hoist a Klieg light? Oh. I don't. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> Thank you. I flipped my hair for those that are just listening. <laughs> so let's move on okay. to. Anyway, um, we met 12 years ago in community theater. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this whole rant was like, how do we meet? Like, oh, community theater. Mm-hmm. So one of the other things that I think is so funny is that when I moved, for all of you who don't know, I left New Jersey in 2008 and I was gone for two years. But six months in, 
I came home to visit for a week during Christmas break. And one of the nights or one or two of the nights I stayed with Kelly. Mm-hmm. And I'm laughing because when I was reminiscing about that, one of the moments that stood out was the fact that I had a box of condoms with me. Yes, you did. Because I was still trying mm-hmm. so hard to be like, I'm straight. Yes. And I like girls. And I literally went out of my way, guys, to buy a box of condoms just to, um, I, I, I don't know, like, like support the the facade like as a prop like yes. oh yeah i'm gonna have a box condoms because when i'm home at, in new jersey i'm gonna be fucking mad bitches who've been missing my dick because it's in colorado right yeah, now yeah and then what did we do with those condoms oh god we just we, blew them up and made them into like fucking did, balloon animals <laughs> i remember it's just being like <laughs> like yeah like wow, yeah. oh my god condoms well, first of all i remember having a very intense photo shoot in my basement yes which i remember like i can visualize those photos right yeah now. and like the thing was like i played a cheerleader in disney's high school musical um we get it in community theater but like i actually was a cheerleader for like 15 yeah. years yeah, and yeah, a yeah. dancer as well mm-hmm. for like just as long mm-hmm. and so i was like very flexible and then two of the other girls that were at this like it was a sleepover sam we had a sleepover party sorry sorry but we did we had a sleepover party and i remember taking photos in my basement because because facebook was still very big with yes. posting things that are very embarrassing photos now at this yeah. point and i have hidden those albums good um I of us not. doing like different cheerleading poses all I'm over my dead. basement and <laughs> sam just posing behind them sassily yes yes and i'm like i'm straight i'm gonna fuck all these girls tonight and it's yeah. like no and not. then i feel like we drank like mike's hard lemonade and got yeah. shit face yes and it wasn't even alcohol it was all that fucking sugar that's it in was those the things. sugar was- yeah i remember and then i remember um oh that one God. of the people that we were with went like to town on like one of those big tubs of party mix oh my god oh my god yes <laughs> and she was just like i'm just so drunk i just can't stop eating and we were all like no <laughs> you just can't <laughs> no stop. you just like I, no you're just and i remember the other girl that we were with was like you're munching man oh my god oh my god and you're that munching was i the title of the album yes and like you're munching like man. that like, you're munching man and i remember that was like a thing that we said for like months afterwards yeah i know Ew. You thought you were bringing some memories. I back. know. I thought I had unloaded. You just uh-huh. like dumped it. I know. Ew. I'm like sweating too, thinking about me at that time. And I was like, <laughs> You were adorable. I remember there was a hot second that I had a crush on you too. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Totally. And then you came over my house for our like, <gasps> oh, um, yes. our, I know. we had, we had um, a cast party. At my house yeah, after pool. one of the yeah we had like in our pool our uh-huh. backyard and Sam didn't have a bathing suit <laughs> and so my dad was like oh you could borrow one of mine Sam and I had told my parents I was like there's kind of like a cute guy in this cast and I was like what like fifteen or maybe sixteen at the time yes and yeah, yeah Sam literally comes out onto my deck <laughs> about to go in the pool in front of my parents in front of her just goes like look Kelly I'm in your dad's pants. <laughs> <laughs> and not even five minutes later, my mom pulls me over to the side and goes, Kelly, you know that boy's gay, right? Ah, no, she did not. <laughs> no, she did not. That is amazing. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I see it. Okay. Ah, Crush over. I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to stand in his way. <laughs> hysterical. Oh, yeah. What I think is so interesting, too, is what was it about that cast? What was it about the timing of it all, the connections that... I really feel like you and I mm-hmm. 
are really the only ones who's who our friendship has like transcended mm-hmm. and lasted with right. a foundation since then right because we all we used to be part of like a group like yeah, we had a sure. group of people that we would all see each other and you know what i mean and then well that was the thing too because i know i i went to high school uh, where where I went to high school was in the town yes. of this this mm-hmm, theater mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. we both did community theater at, and that was forty five minutes away from my house. Yes, so I was from far away, and then I was always very very busy either with community theater or with activities in mm-hmm. school. So I never I never uh, literally every night of the week I would either I would be at school until like nine o'clock at night, and then I'd still have to go home forty five minutes. Wow. And then I was also busy on the weekends doing stuff, yeah, like yeah, either yeah, doing yeah. a show or, mm-hmm. or doing something else. And so I never really, like the first couple of years of high school, I didn't really have time mm-hmm. to, like, I was, a, I don't want to say I was a floater in high school, but I could go sit at any lunch table okay. and I'd be fine. Yeah. Like no mm-hmm. one would be like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. But I also mm-hmm. never really made like super, super deep connections. You weren't sticking to the status quo. I was not <laughs> sticking to the <laughs> Oh my god, I hate you so much. Um, I had to. I had I wasn't. to. No, and so like I know that group that we had, you guys were some of my closest friends for a long time. I think that cast gelled so well because we were all kind of going through the same thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think we were all kind of the people that were like looking for a place to belong and oh it was god. it was nice and yeah. Oh my god. That made me so happy when you just said all that. Yeah. You didn't think I was going to come on here to be anything but a bitch, huh? No, I did not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deep, too. Yeah. Oh, I got feelings. Oh. me. <laughs> so let's transition okay. into uh, um, what I told you before was I think it'd be really funny is if we thought of movies that we think mm. <laughs> would make okay. really funny musicals. All right. So okay. as a joke... In my head, the first one that came up when I was at work was Human Centipede, the musical, because oh, imagining. So disgusting. I know. But imagine. The choreography. That, yes, literally. And you, left and right and crawl, <laughs> crawl, crawl. And like the intestines and everything. And How would you even do harmonies? <laughs> someone I'm, would have to sing into someone else's ass. And they're better. And no offense, but there better be like a scat number. No pun. All, <laughs> all pun intended. All pun intended. That was such a good joke. That was such a good joke, and I made it up right now. That was not written down beforehand. I'm oh, that was that was good. Your your um, stand up comedian vibes were rubbing off on me. <laughs> you know what? I think because it's such a boring movie, but it's considered like the best movie of all time. I've never seen it. I've only seen like the literal five minute ending when they're all attached. I've never seen. I anything. was not talking about the. Oh, human oh wait, centipede. wait, what were you talking? Oh, oh, was, oh, your movie. I was gonna say Citizen Kane. <laughs> I was like, really, really? People say it's the greatest movie of all time. Wow. I'm sorry. I thought- <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you know, Citizen Kane, the human centipede. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> Maybe like Citizen Kane, the musical or something like that. But yeah, no, Human Centipede. I I would love to just see the choreographer get brought on to set like, all right, what am I working with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good God. Or like or the musical director. Like, so who, you know what? I'd love to know who writes the music for that. Who comes yes. up with the lyrics yes. for Human Centipede, the musical? Sondheim. Sondheim. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, gross. Lynn Manuel Miranda writes a whole rap number. <gasps> yeah, this the scat number. Because <laughs> like we're dropping that joke. But so you say I said like Citizen Kane or like uh, like a really like a classic like gritty like or like is Goodfellas a musical? <laughs> it is now. It is now. I would watch like, that well, shit. That's the thing. Like, uh, yeah, like, uh, like a Bronx Tale became a musical. True. So, like, I'd love to see like Goodfellas the musical, mm-hmm. and or like something like that, like something that you don't expect. Yes. Well, so. it was funny because before, um, I was go-, go in my head, I was going through the DVDs that I have, mm-hmm. which for anyone who's gonna knock me for having DVDs, well, the power went out here a couple days ago. What did I have to watch? DVDs. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about oh, my cousin Vinny. I'm like oh no, they did Legally mm-hmm. Blonde the musical. Same thing. And I thought about Ghost. I'm like wait, they did, they did that. that, and it was horrible. Oh no, so bad. Oh that sucks. They don't even have fucking um Patty May or a camera. No Ed Edna May. What the, what is Whoopi Goldberg's character's name? I can't even remember. But they don't even have her saying, Molly, you in danger, girl. That is the most iconic line. That is a gif I use all the yeah, time. Yeah, literally. Also, ev- do you say gif or jif? I say jif because mm. that's literally what the creators say it is. Okay, well, one's graphic is pronounced draft. Thank you. Thank you. That's, so, how, that's when I'll say it. I... The only time that I play on both sides is when it comes to saying give or jif. Mm-hmm. Because I... I mean, it just... It, whatever vernacular comes out first. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. I'm like that with data or data. Oh my god. Oh my god. I know. We could do a whole segment on that. We're not gonna do that. No, but no, that would be so boring. <laughs> people are like, oh, I'm unsubscribing. But that's just like one of the things I'd like yeah. Data yeah. data, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I had Sharknado with a musical. <laughs> they did I feel King- like someone <laughs> in some off off Broadway yes, theater has done that. Because like I don't know if you remember like a while ago, they came out with Silence the Musical, which was a Silence of the Lambs parody musical. And it was... I'd pay, for, I'd pay to see that. Hilarious. Oh, yeah. I'd pay, I'd pay they to had see an that. entire song called Put the Fucking Lotion in the Basket. No! Yeah, it was amazing. It was so funny. And the thing was, I watched Silence <laughs> of the Lambs right before I went to see it. Like, amazing. that day. Amazing. It was hilarious. Amazing. It was so good. Yeah. Do they tuck in it, though? Like, does the guy tuck his jaw? Yes. Yeah, he did. He did. Like, he had, there was an entire song called Would You Fuck Me? Oh, my God. I'd oh, fuck my God. Me hard. Like, it was, yes, it was amazing. It, on, it has to be on YouTube, please. It, I'm sure. But I like, got to yeah. find this it shit. That's so funny. Fucking brilliant. And, like, the um, the Jodie Foster character, she talks the entire time like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, on cloud nine, like, thinking about oh, this. It's brilliant. so good. See, that is what I call good community theater. Instead of wasting it doing um, Rent Junior. <laughs> oh, God. I was an Annie Junior. <gasps> Wait. Why do you have to junior it? Because I was in eighth grade and we did it. And but what do you take out of Annie to make it junior? It's like they lower the keys to make it easier for children to sing. Oh, I like shorten it a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. For those who don't know, when like a middle school or a community theater does a show that either has you know graphic content or is right maybe too long, they call it junior. Yeah, they make it like specifically for children. They like they make yeah usually like a shit like just a shithole. Oh yeah, no, they take a lot like they take a lot of the hard like you know like scenery and stuff like the stuff that you'd probably have to build if you did even have a community theater or something uh, like that like they, they make it easier for kids to enact 
is really a, a lot. The the main thing that makes it different is that they're usually shorter, okay. and the keys are different oh, I for thought, children's voices. I thought it was like, oh well, you we can't have orphans because it's a sensitive subject, <laughs> so, so we're gonna do doggies instead, have an adoption agency. <laughs> no, 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 no. We we did it all. We did it all, and uh, I was Annie. Thank you very. You were you? Yes, bitch. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Maybe is that the. Tomorrow? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. I always forget guys, it's like funny because most of my friends come from my time when I was pursuing acting full time mm-hmm. who ended up in musical theater because they can sing and I cannot. So I always forget that all my friends can actually carry a tune. Yeah. And so whenever they do, I'm like, oh my god, you sound amazing. And I'm like, oh wait, that's right because you fucking have done this. And <laughs> me ending up in this world was an accident and a fluke. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Everything's meant to be. Yes, Come on. yes. Ding. Otherwise, I wouldn't be sitting here. You know what the one time though, because like I like I am a singer and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like when we were talking before about the one guy that I did musical endeavors with, like we had a, a cover band mm-hmm. and we play in the city and, and mm-hmm. at parties and stuff like that. I was a singer for it. The one time it actually is kind of annoying to be able to carry a tune or to have a good voice. Like this sounds like I'm tooting my own horn, but I'm not, I swear to God. Um <clears throat> Is karaoke. Oh, bitch. Okay. Yes. That sucks sometimes. Yes. Because the fun part about karaoke is getting drunk or yep. not if you choose not to. <laughs> and like being bad or singing something stupid. Uh-huh. But then it's just like, oh, here we go. And I'm just like, all right, well, I'll get up on stage and like, you know, sing that song. Da, 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 da. Oh, my God. Tequila. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because it's like, it's not, it, uh-huh. it's. You know, like that's like I always like either sing like a like a, a fun like a stupid song yes, or yes. I'm just like we're doing a duet. Oh Someone my god! Because uh-huh, uh-huh. it's like if you get up there and you can actually sing, then it's just like well, stop fucking showing off. Totally. Like, that, at which do you have a go-to karaoke song? <clears throat> I do. What I will it? survive. Oh, I will survive is a good one. Or I do somebody to love by Queen, oh, but bitch. just because. Everyone sings along with it. True. And it becomes a moment for everyone. It's a moment. I do Toxic by Britney Spears. That's a good one. I've also done It's Gonna Be Me by NSYNC. What's funny is that the last time I did karaoke was a few months ago. Um, and it was I went on a date with a guy and he invited me out to do karaoke. And ironically, it was just the two of us. But I mean, it was at a bar. The bar was doing karaoke. Oh, okay. I thought he was oh. like one of those rooms oh, in no, no, like no, no, Manhattan no, no, no. where you like oh. rent a room for an hour no, and you no, go no, do no, karaoke. No, 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 no. no. It was like, like a gay like, bar. That's intimate. Yeah. <laughs> and so, ironically, I sang "Toxic" by Britney Spears to him, <laughs> okay. knowing or not knowing that that relationship was going to become toxic. toxic. Oh, ooh, so the pun there. I know. Ooh, you. <laughs> All right, well, let's we're gonna take a really quick break. When we come back, we are going to share. Bad audition story. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Shmi. <laughs> and we are back. Hi. Hi. So. We just harmonized. Just we, oh, like my God. I sang for the first time. and like, it actually worked. <laughs> That's actually, a, that would be like a really funny episode if, like, you and I went and, like, got singing lessons and, like, had, like, the vocal coach on here and, like, try to get me to learn how to actually sing. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, honey, one of us would be getting singing lessons. <laughs> Shade. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was – oh, my God. I got chills. That was – Which, side note, back in 2009, there used to be this YouTuber, and his name was – of course, now I can't remember it – um, but oh, oh, Quadir Howard, Quadir Howard. Don't know. And he 
would always say things and he would say no tea no shade oh really and i never knew what that meant mm-hmm. i used to all i used to think he was always saying no tea no shade because again i don't fucking know okay. what he's saying and then it wasn't until years and years and years and years down the road and i used to say it all the time that it would be a phenomenal drag name by the way no tea no shade <gasps> i'm stealing it welcome to the stage no tea <laughs> no, no shade <laughs> another another trixie and Katya <laughs> yeah literally literally also i dressed up like trixie for halloween this year Picture uh, so like right I'm actually here. like a very big fan. Literally, if Trixie and Katya, if by chance you ever see this, because the social media teasers and the episode title are all going to be uh, references, <laughs> we would love you to be part of the Shmi family. It would be the most iconic, oh, yes, brilliant sure. fucking thing. And you, I mean, I would just sit there and listen to you guys talk. Like I wouldn't even fucking say a word. Yeah, that would be amazing. Because it would be your show, not mine at that point. <laughs> yeah, seriously, reactions would be all everything. Like I would, I mean, because here's the thing. If you get into the entertainment industry at all, in any capacity, like, sure, you want to create art, you want to have a lot of fun, mm. but you also have a certain amount of ego. Touche. And it would be very fun oh my God. to see anyone react to Sam ever. Oh, shit. And if up. I was also there. Oh, oh my God. Guys. <laughs> Dead. Um, what, what, what was I saying before, though? Before... Claudier Nochet or whatever his name oh, was. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So it's so, so, so funny that, like, you know, um, all these things that were once can not controlled, um, not confined. Um... Not exactly in the mainstream. Yes. And now they are. And I love it. It makes me yeah. so happy because I can be even more of myself and people understand it. And I'll be yeah. like, Sam, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah. And I'm like, but people get it, like, oh, RuPaul. I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, <laughs> I think the proliferation of, you know, queer culture is like incredible. And just as, you know, a straight cis woman that there are so many people that are part of that community that are yes. so welcoming yeah. to someone like myself yeah. to, for me to even be mm-hmm. able to sit here and say something like mm-hmm. that and mm-hmm. you know not be like bitch like shut up like it like yeah. it's it, it's you know it's it's a i think it's a really cool thing that mm-hmm. as long as you have a certain amount of respect for it and oh, you yeah. kind of know where it comes from totally. i think that's important i remember one of my proudest moments as a gay man was recently i went to new orleans with my best friend ryan and, mm-hmm. and you've met, met ryan, ryan yeah many times and did you know that you were there for the first time he ever got drunk at my house in howell <laughs> remember the, was the, that when we drank vodka no that was the one with the four locos remember oh, remember no. in the basement that house the, the oh, first house i lived gosh. in yeah that was the first time he ever drank so you witnessed him drunk for the first time which is so funny because then you know years and years that go by so long ago i mean we weren't drinking underage yeah what are you talking about we were all we've been 21 <laughs> this whole time yeah this whole I, time. we still look it so it's okay <laughs> literally <laughs> um but when we when we went to new orleans I brought him to his first drag show. Not, not his first gay bar, but his first okay. drag show. Okay. And he was just in awe at, yeah. at how free everyone was because he's been my best friend since we were children. So mm-hmm. he's seen the gay culture through me. Right. But never in person like that. He's never been to a pride or anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that moment makes me so proud because I showed someone who can live them themselves 100% authentically them mm-hmm. without any worry why these places are so important to gay men and women and anyone else who identifies anything other than the hetero norm. Yeah. And he loved it. And he's like, I cannot wait to ever come back to places like this. Right. And I think there are so many people who they might be, I don't want to say closed minded, but and it's going to sound like a harsh word, but kind of ignorant. Yes. Yes. That they've just, you know, never been like there are people who go their whole lives without or thinking they've never met 
you know a queer person oh, someone yeah, in that, that community funny? or whatever mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. i mean like and it's just kind of like once someone is exposed to it like they might seem apprehensive at first but once someone is exposed to you know something like that it's just kind of like oh this is great actually yeah, like yeah, wow this, I know. Is fun. this is it's fun and yeah, like because yeah. it's just like all right well you know what you get to do whatever you want to do and here's what i want to yes, do and exactly like we can have fun mm-hmm. in whatever sense mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. Uh, no matter whether or not like no one's gonna try and convert you yeah. like, <laughs> like seriously like, i know that's really cool though i'm sure he probably like had a lot of fun he still talks about it he still talks about it oh, that's because cool. It just was an experience he'll never forget. And now he's like, can we go to more? I'm like, fuck, yes, we can go to more. But so going from good, light, fun things mm-hmm. to sad, depressing things, oh. I would love, um, in the spirit of all this theater and acting and, you know, entertainment mm-hmm. topic we've been talking about, I would love to share with you and the audience my audition horror story. Oh, God. Because... I've been on plenty of auditions, but I had never actually auditioned for an agency before. And the pressure there is a lot more than just a single audition because for all you know, they didn't want you because your eyes weren't blue or because you weren't tall enough. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. But an agency, if they don't want you, that means like you ain't got nothing. Yeah. Like they can't work with anything that you offer. Right. So I. If you are on an audition, it's like and you don't have an agent that found it for you, you think you might be right for that part. Yes. And you just might not be. Totally. But if you're auditioning for an agent, it's their job to find you a part yes, you might exactly. be right for. Exactly. And <laughs> if they can't do that, yes. you just ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> Something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just um, for them. But yeah, 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 yeah. So to build the suspense of the story, I'm going to give a little bit of a backstory to how I even ended up in this audition. Mm-hmm. So while I was creating and pitching that pilot to netflix Mm -hmm. i was working with one of the girls who works on orange is the new black as a Mm stand-in she stands in for uzo duba and all of them Mm -hmm. and how the whole netflix thing happened was that she i casted her as one of the main characters in my show through a friend and she was on set at the same time filming orange is the new black this was a couple years ago and Uzo Duba one day was said, what are you reading? Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, this pilot that I'm in. Uzo Duba read my fucking script, thought it was hilarious. Whoa. And said, if this ever goes anywhere, I would love to be in it. Whoa. Yes. Like that was validation that I can never have ever paid for. That's wild. For. That's awesome. And so my friend was trying to, you know, work the room whenever she was around writers and producers. Yeah, Saying, hey, can you look at this? Look at this. Obviously, it never went anywhere because those kind of doors close so fast before you even blink of an eye. And so she brought me as a last attempt before the season ended to their rap party. Okay. And it was in the city, obviously, because that's Mm -hmm. where they filmed the show. So my friend brought me as the guest to the Orange is the New Black rap party where everyone was. Right. And I was trying to work that motherfucking room. I was talking to people who were PAs. I was talking to people who were camera operators about my show. Yeah. They are giving me advice, the whole nine yards. And there was a kid at that party who did not seem to like me. And I didn't understand why. And I just... I've come across it a lot of times in my life where I meet people who feel like I've stolen their thunder or I'm like the attention seeker mm-hmm. when all I'm doing is just literally being myself. Yourself. And yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry that I like to bring people joy. 
I've been called intimidating before, and you yes. probably get the same type of oh, deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's silly because, I, like, I'm not trying to sh- stop anyone else from being themselves, you right. know? Um, and I just will never forget this guy. And I just remember thinking the entire night, you know, like, why does he keep, you know, brushing off such bad energy towards me? Mm-hmm. And that was it, you know? I moved on with my life. And a month, a month or two later, I went to this audition, and it was for an agency. And I had a whole monologue that I've been prepping for weeks. I had my acting coach, you know, helping me out. And unfortunately, the second I stepped into the room, I forgot everything. I, I didn't forget the monologue, but I forgot all of my you know, the coaching. Whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, again, it fucking happens. It, right. it fucking no, happens. You get sometimes, sometimes like you blank, yes. and that sucks. But oh yes. it does definitely happen. Mm-hmm. But and so. But what threw me off was the fact that everyone seemed so friendly in the waiting room. Everyone kind of knew each other. So I was like, oh, this is like not some like super serious agency because they were mm-hmm. new. But some of their their uh, the names on mm-hmm. the the uh, um, agency website yeah. were that kid from Stranger Things who was also in Les Mis. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. they did have some big you know actors and actresses to yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of be poster children for this agency. Sure. And the second I walk into the room, I walk in and I use, I use my tricks and tips just to walk in, say hi, and just take your mark. They wouldn't even look up. They didn't even like acknowledge that I was in the room. It was so weird. I was kind of standing there waiting for them to acknowledge me. Mm-hmm. And then they eventually one of them looked up and it was a woman and she goes, you're going to start. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. My gut reaction was, bitch, um, hi, I'm Sam Palacero. I'm here to audition for you. You know, there was like such a weird, I've never experienced that in an audition before. Mm -hmm. So that threw me off and I did my spiel. And then the guy in the middle kept glancing up Mm -hmm. and was like whispering into the girl next to him. Mm -hmm. And they weren't giggling, but he was kind of like, he took my headshot. He turned it over and wrote a giant X. Oh on the back God. of my headshot and then flipped it back. And while I'm performing my audition, I'm watching this all go down. I'm like, and I could not shake it. I'm like, I know this guy. Oh. I know this guy. How do I fucking know this guy? The audition bomb, they actually stopped me. Oh That's God. how bad it was, which I didn't, I'm looking back, I'm like, I don't blame you. I would have stopped me. But then what was weird was that they kept me in the room. Mm-hmm. They kept talking to me, asking me questions, all this stuff. That normally that never happens. Usually when they stop, they say, okay, no, thank they, you, bye. Okay, thank you. They were like, where are you from? Da, da, da. And then the second I said New Jersey, the kid was like fascinated with me. He goes, mm-hmm. oh, where are you from? I'm from New Jersey. And I still was like, oh, maybe that's how I know. Maybe he's like someone who I crossed paths with at some mm-hmm. point in time. And then that was it. And that was the end of it. But I'm on the train. I couldn't shake the fact that I could, I could not fucking remember how i knew this guy how i knew this guy so i found the agency's instagram page Mm -hmm. and there his face was tagged in the most recent photo promoting his short film and i was like oh he's like one of like their clients Mm -hmm. or whatever like he signed his agency why the fuck was he in the room that's really weird Mm -hmm. like maybe maybe he's trying to be an agent now or something right he was that kid from the Orange is the New Black Rap Party. That's... Because then I went to his Instagram page and what was one of his first posts? Pictures from the rap party. No, him in Orange is the New Black. He oh. was like a guest star. Um, he, he, had, he was in like two episodes as a character in like one of those flashback scenes that they do. 
Oh, and my. he was at the he was a kid who was fucking annoyed because he was like, who the hell is this kid walking into what was because that was obviously his only cameo in the entire show. Right, right. So he was probably mad that I went on there and quote unquote stole his thunder because this is his rap party. And That's who's so this kid that that the so and so girl who stands in for Uzo Duba and is like talking to Uzo Duba now and is becoming best friends with all the people in the cast. Who's he? And then two months later, I walk into an audition room for an agency. And of course, I didn't get into the agency, not for, only for my shitty audition because i guarantee he was like you're not gonna fucking sign this kid so annoying yeah well you know what to that guy i have a message for you (laughs) um i dated a guy that was on orange is the new black you did that's right yeah i did and uh he's probably hotter than you are oh it didn't work out but you know what (laughs) i forgot about that Mm -hmm. and 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 you made a tweet about it and someone orange is the new black retweeted it Because do you, do you do you remember the tweet? I, I remember do, it was, it was amazing. I actually like use it in one of my stand up sets. Oh, you uh, do? That, yeah, and like you know, I don't like to give away many of my bits, but uh, <laughs> I said that like I <laughs> I saw the guy that I was uh, I had been out on a few dates with uh, in a really interesting place recently, and I saw him in the Orange Is the New Black trailer while I was eating cold cuts over the sink with my hands. <laughs> So we're both doing great. And Orange is the New Black retweeted it and said, you're doing amazing, sweetie. That's right. I fucking, whoever is their social media person. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, Well, whatever. He's probably hotter than you are, even though, you know, like we broke up. But what like. But Donna, what is a little jarring, though, about this kid is he's everywhere now. Uh, Probably. Not. No, not as like a famous actor. His boyfriend. His boyfriend is a huge Instagram um, influencer. influencer in oh, the city. We need to talk about this guy afterwards. Later, and I see his pictures all the time now. But it Don't is you hate that it, a little bit. But also, I'm like, but he didn't. He hasn't done anything since Orange is the New Black. But also good for you, I guess. I mean, his boyfriend's fucking smoking hot. Probably. But also, it's validating because look what I've done. I didn't get the uh, that um, audition. I didn't get that agency. But what I did, I kept creating things. Right. And kept pursuing my dream because I didn't let the bastards get me down. That's right. That is yes. the tea. That is like, the tea. Like, seriously, though, like, I mean, I'm making a joke right now, but the truth is, guys, keep on keeping on absolutely no come on like imagine uh, imagine like those kind of things they crumble people sometimes they do and you know what the problem is like i so i graduated from college in 2010 and i decided to go into performing and you know what it's rarefied air that's the problem is that you are striving for something that 0.000001% of people get to do. And then yep. the majority of those people probably knew someone that oh, could get them there. I mean, again, I can attest to that. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that there are not so many people that climb their way up from the bottom, but oh, so yeah. many of those people, like there's so many people that it's just like, well, of course they're freaking famous now. Yeah. Yep. Look yep. at like, th- because of this connection or yes. this connection or this connection. And like, Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. You just you you can't give up. You can't like you can't give up, guys. The, and not only that, the issue is you find yourself. I know this is a problem that I struggled with a lot. Okay, it, comparing yourself. Oh my god, that's why I went off social media. To not only other people in like the performing world, but just your friends who just who did something else. Like oh. I have so many friends who you know graduated with a business degree, got an internship, and then now are working in a, you know as an accountant or. You know, they studied hard. They took their MCATs. Now they're in medical school. They were going to be a doctor. They're following an XYZ path. We're not. 
And like I recently decided to go back to school because it's good to have a plan B. Mm -hmm. I hope I never have to use that degree. Like 100 percent. I I always say that. Like, but I I know things are going to be a lot harder for me. But I know that even while I'm in school, I'm going to be working twice as hard because I'm lucky enough that like I have a family where if I do get a break. Yeah. Stop school. Do it. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, same. Same. Where you and I are. Diamond, not we are we are a dime a dozen when it comes to the acting world, mm-hmm. but when it comes to our how supportive our families are, that oh, is fucking rare. We lucked out, Kel. We really did. I um, say that all the time. Yeah. I say that all the time that mm-hmm. I can't believe how lucky I am, and you mm-hmm. feel the same way to have such supportive parents because so many people <sighs> in this industry. I know. It, it's I know. It, people will be like, "We'll get a real job," and it's like, "Okay, uh-huh. well, you know what? Yep. It is a real job. It is a real job. It's a re- it. it you know when it becomes a real job when you." bring in real money and the worst part is that if someone's a bad doctor you can tell because they've messed up yes Yes. if someone's a bad actor yes everyone's allowed to critique them yes isn't that fucked up or they're not a bad actor and the critics just didn't like the movie. Yes. Or the critics just didn't like the role. Yes. But everyone's allowed to be a critic of actors or comedians mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it so much harder, which yep. is why people in our industry get paid in exposure and yep. experience. Exactly. And going back to your thing about, of course, that person's famous because they, they yes. know this person. I... Again, can attest to that because if I didn't know my friend Greg, I would have never ended up on Dr. Oz right. if I didn't, you know, do this, that. But these – you also have to take into consideration – and this isn't to you. This is to people listening because mm-hmm. I don't want people to think like, oh, I'm never going to make it because I don't know people. No, 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 no Just no. be prepared. Right. Always have something. I actually talked to Nick about this in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Have something in your back pocket because you never know when you need to pull out your best self and be able to show your best self. Right. Because I've gotten to where I have gotten because I'm always fucking prepared. I mean, you know, as an actor, you always need a monologue in your back pocket. Yeah, exactly. As as a model, you always need to have your headshots in your back pocket. I always, like... Yeah, that's the thing. If like like I didn't bring any right now because you know me. But like <laughs> could you imagine if I, I was like um... yeah. <laughs> Do you have a card? I don't go anywhere without my business card, which has Same. my headshot, which has yes. all my social medias, which yes. has my co- like my yes. backstage, which has my comedy never links, like know. stuff like that. You never know. And and especially, you know, like not to say anywhere, but like I live in New York City. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a bartender in New York yes. City. I don't know who's coming literally, in. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. So all right, we'll take one more quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about some stand-up comedy stuff that I absolutely had know nothing about because I'm too afraid to ever do that. And we'll close up this episode. All right, yeah, we'll be right back. Okay. And we are back. Shmi. I love we keep doing that. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> what if, if Trixie and Katia somehow come across like someone just like Trixie and Katia need to see this? They'd be like, who the hell is this? I know. Stop. <laughs> You're fucking ruining it. Also, go to my uh, Instagram, Trixie. You can see. I care. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so we didn't really touch too much on the fact that you are now a proud stand-up comic yeah. and I'm proud of you for being a stand-up comic oh, because you. that takes so much charisma and balls oh, to be thanks. able. I mean, it is. I mean, you're literally, that is the most 
um, naked, I feel like you can be yeah, as a performer sure. because acting all stuff, you have a script you read off of. Right. But and not only that, you're being someone else when you're being like a yes. storyteller or a stand up. Yes. You're yourself. So what I was telling Nick yesterday, I don't know if this was, if this was on or off camera, mm-hmm. but I was saying how I could never be mm-hmm. a stand up comedian because I'm situational funny. Right. I am not one liner jokes like the one you just told me. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, off. which we're not going to put on here because it's one of my bits. But, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Unfortunately, y'all need to go see her live if you want to see her crack. Oh, please. Because, guys, I literally laughed out loud. That And the evolution, I liked your that joke because of the layers it had. Oh, thank you. Because that was a s- storytelling with yeah. a punchline at the end. Thank you. And that's the kind of comedy I like. Good, I'm glad. Um, But so what I want to ask you is I have... Like, I'm always so curious about the mind of a stand-up comic. Okay. Because how do you not forget your jokes? Because, well, like, I, I know obviously, like, after a while, like, you you say them enough times and you have your bit mm-hmm. and you have your set. Obviously, it's, like, you know, the back of your hand. Mm-hmm. But some of these – sometimes when I'm watching these stand-up comics go and go and go and go and they have, like, a half-hour set, I'm mm-hmm. like, I would have flubbed. 15 minutes ago and gone so off track well one of the things i i think you also need to know like you you do your set so many times like like i've been doing the same not the same like i've been obviously like trying different bits in between mm-hmm. you, a lot of the comics like when you they do different shows you do multiple shows a week or if you're like even hitting open mics or whatever like you're doing a lot of the same material over okay. and over. Okay. You're doing them at different shows. So it is like you're rehearsing a play. Oh. Um, oh a lot okay. of the time, yeah. You have a little bit more liberty, obviously, like in case you want to do crowd work or something like that. Like if there's like a couple in the front row. And yeah, if you're yeah, yeah. like, I hate doing crowd work. Not that I don't like interacting with people. Okay. But I just personally don't enjoy being a crowd work comedian okay. and it's very impressive if someone is a good crowd work comedian okay to me i think it's really impressive yeah, yeah, because yeah. i'm just not as good like that mm-hmm. um but you have a little bit more liberty like <laughs> i have a certain joke that i told you before yes very dark ends up very dark yeah yeah like and yeah. like sometimes like people will crack up and uh-huh. sometimes the crowd would be like oh really? and like yeah and sometimes it'll be like i'm sorry was that too dark for you and then uh, i'll go to, you know what i mean yeah you. like so it like it'll fluctuate because you're a but... fucking professional and that's exactly <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> well because i was gonna say before was that i gave myself the thought of doing stand-up when I did the introduction for this podcast because obviously I was alone Mm -hmm. sharing the story behind the word shmi and why it's shmi. There's obviously a lot of jokes and stuff like that in there. Mm -hmm. But as I was recording it, I felt so bizarre because one, there was no one to feed off of. And then two, (laughs) I was imagining I would say my joke and then there would be no laughter. Mm -hmm. And I would sit there like... What about, you know, like a total Jerry Seinfeld thing, like straws on a plane? What about that? Well, that's, I guess, one of the things. So, like, I personally started out in storytelling. Um, Like, I started out in musical theater, obviously. And then I got into, like, I I always knew I liked, you know, like, yay, like applause, whatever. And I I said this to you before, musical theater is so extra. It's, girl, extra, extra, read all about it. Right, exactly. And I knew that from a young age, I like to make people laugh. So while I was, like, doing acting class after I graduated from college, 
I found myself getting kind of bored with just straight acting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and finding myself wanting to go into comedy. So if I ever wanted, because I just know what's going to happen, it's I've... Storytelling. Do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because I want... I still do. Sto- I consider myself a storyteller slash stand-up. Okay. I almost consider myself more of a storyteller than a stand-up. Okay. So for so question. So did you listen to episode one with the, with the Uber rides, right? Did you I did. Listen- yes. Would my story at the end with the woman on the plane, would that be considered like a, a funny enough kind of situation for me to go on to an open mic and tell that and forget people to laugh? Or is that way too... Like, that's just Sam literally stating the facts. Well, even though I embellish and I, you know, get dramatic. Well, that's the thing. It's like it all takes tailoring. It's writing anything. It's like writing a script because like I sit down before I get up and do anything like you sit down. You like you put a lot of heart and soul Mm -hmm, into this. mm -hmm, It's like you mm -hmm. writing a screenplay, you Mm -hmm, writing a mm -hmm. a pilot or something Mm -hmm. like that. It takes a lot of work. And I definitely think you could definitely you could tailor that into some. I think that definitely veers towards storytelling, but you could always turn it into you know, like because like, a, a stand up. Like, there are so many stand ups who are storytellers, like Mike Birbiglia or John Mulaney, like oh. just like mean, oh, like I like, never like, thought about that. Like the, the John Mulaney, the, his whole thing is storytelling. Like the I mean, JJ even... Bittenbinder, that's a story. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he happens. Right. To, that's just just a type of stand up. Yeah, so I think you could definitely do it. Okay, we're doing it sometime. Okay, good. Like we're fucking doing it. Okay, like y'all heard it here first. Sam, stand up comic, twenty twenty. <laughs> Um, I've okay. Turned you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so to wrap this episode of Shmi, uh, I only got the second half of that word that time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want us to share our high introductions that oh, didn't make God. the cut. All right, hold on, let me pull it up. Because oh, I, I'm running away. I'm running away. I'll keep I left talking. my phone in the other room. So I'll again, for back. those who don't know the reference. On YouTube, if you look up Trixie Mattel and Katya, I never know how to fucking say her at last name. They're drag queens, famous. Yeah, they're 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 famous drag queens. They have their own show, and every episode they started off by introducing them as something just crazy and off the rocker. Mm -hmm. So when I told Kelly, like, Mm -hmm. because we both are obsessed with them, that we should do some uh, Mm -hmm. theme parts of this episode, we decided Mm -hmm. to write our own introductions. But obviously, we didn't yes. want to share them with each other because we want genuine laughter. Yes. So I thought we would wrap it up yes. by just literally going back and forth, back and forth. Okay. All right. So. Have... Okay. All right. I have four other ones. I don't know how many you have. I have three. Okay. So you can still do your fourth one. Okay. All right. Um, do you want to start or do you want me to well, start? I guess that would make sense, right? Because back. Okay. Yeah. Wait, okay. so who's starting though? All right. So. Hi, I'm the basic bitch love child of an Irish vampire and grimace from McDonald's, <gasps> Kelly. Ah, ah, okay, all right. <laughs> Hi, I'm the Russian that probed you, Sam. <laughs> Are you Russian? No, no. Like Russian probe. I got, I got it, but oh, I just wasn't oh, sure. Oh, yeah. It would be so like meta. Um, <laughs> Hi, I'm the contestant on a dating show who came to win, not to make friends. Oh my God! <laughs> Ready? Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm the plot twist at the end of any Shonda Rhimes show, Sam. (laughs) Uh, Hi, I'm the cluster of red Skittles you save to eat last because they're the best color, but by the time you get to them, you're fucking sick of Skittles, (laughs) Kelly. (laughs) That is so good. Okay, here's my last one. Uh, Um, This is a sentence. Okay. Hi, I'm the wet, squishy object you touch inside of a Halloween field box, Sam. (laughs) Okay, and then my, my last one is... 
Hi, I'm the heartwarming story of an undersea bartender who would get Ariel and all of her fish friends drunk underage. Disney's the little barmaid. <laughs> that is classic. Oh my Thank god. You. Disney classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was so fucking funny. That was perfect. That's exactly that- <laughs> what I wanted. <laughs> Russian <laughs> Are you Russian? Like well, I also asked Nick if he was Russian because all of his shit is Soviet Union. Yeah. He's like, nah. <laughs> Yeah, I was I like, know. oh, okay. it's it's funny. The, I don't. I, I'm sure you guys listened to the last episode. I introduced yeah. Sam to this guy Nick, who I have a lot of stand up comedy friends. Yeah, with. yeah, yeah. I, but I've never met him. Like, and it was funny because we talked about it on the episode. Is he literally could have killed me because you didn't know him? Well, I didn't know him. Yeah, it's true. But he was hot. He, Nick, you're hot. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> listen, I slid into your DMs for comedy, but also I stayed for your face. <laughs> Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> Shmee. Shmee. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap this baby up. I am your host, Sam Pelissero, at not Sam Pelissero on Instagram and at Shmee Podcast. This is my co host. Hi. I'm Kelly Fitzpatrick, and I'm at Kelly XX Fitz on all platforms. That's F I T Z, like Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Um, Plug yeah, whatever you, find you want. Me everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah, you have anything coming everywhere. up? So this episode will be out in like a month. Do you think mm-hmm. you'll still be doing open mics and stuff um, like that? You know what? If you follow me on Instagram, that's probably the best place to All get right. any information on any shows. I keep things pretty pretty to the T as far as updated. Right, like cool. I, as soon as I find out about them, I put them up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kelly, thank you so much for thank coming for- on and joining the Shmee family. Thank you for having me, Sam. I'm so excited to of be course. here and to see you again. And this is the first of many. Oh, good. I'm glad. This oh, has yeah. been a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. This was your audition, and you're now part of the Shmee agency. Yeah, so. this wasn't a bad audition story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.